Oh, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Jack Halford podcast. Today I am in Bristol because I've been working away, and I decided to come and visit my friend Jonathan, who's that man yeah. over there. You probably won't be able to hear him too well because I'm mic'd up, but you might be able to hear him rumbling. He's just messing around with some. What are you messing around with? Oh, a uh, rewinding a DC motor, very small one. He's rewinding a DC yeah, motor, very. as it's part of a model train or something. Yeah, model train motor, I'm horrified to say. Horrified. Yeah. We've just been yeah. to, where have we been today? Went to Brislington. Brislington in Bristol. Yeah, we sure. went to Brislington. Oh. We went to a nice coffee shop. Nice coffee shop. I had French toast with bacon. That was good. You had banana bread. Banana bread with sweet hummus. Oh. I think it was hummus, wasn't it? Hummus with banana bread. It was something like that. Wasn't it? Mm, that sounds nice. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, went to a um, second-hand shop, and I got some vintage CND badges that I have uh, decorated my Harrington with. Quite like that shop. It's quite good. Um, yeah, I support the CND. I support all of these sort of uh, fights for peace and justice and stuff. Sometimes I get pissed off at the type of people, like the, the, the sort of strategies that they use in these protests. I don't know. I guess it's just like when you get these sort of posh, raw young people are a bit annoying and then it makes you not really want to get involved with any of it to be honest because I don't like posh people they wind me up well they're sort of annoying posh people see what I mean John what about what about posh people yeah, they're annoying. They are. I got accused of being one yesterday by an angry neighbour. So, uh, well, yeah. I don't think you're posh. No, I don't. I don't like posh. Well, I can't say you don't like anyone, can you? But, yeah. Uh, you say whatever you want. Uh, We're all going to die. Nothing matters. Uh, but you know, having that attitude can also be quite negative. But I always think, you know, nothing really matters. Just go for it. But you could also say, nothing matters, I don't care. And that's like an apathetic thing, that's depressing. But the way I see it, I'm going to die one day, so work really hard and, you know, try stuff out. That's my way of seeing death and life. Don't take things personally, that's really difficult. Especially if someone insults you. Yeah. Difficult stuff. Stuff. Um, what I've quite liked today is just I just like observing the city of Bristol and seeing all of the worn down advertising and the graffiti everywhere. It's quite good. There's a lot of Jesus saves stuff, which is a bit. Don't know if that's up my street or not. 
I've been feeling more spiritual lately because I've been going to yoga and stuff and I want to get into meditation. But I think when I'm talking about spirituality, I'm really just talking about getting off my fucking phone and being in the real world because none of that's real, is it? Uh, yeah, it's annoying. You're just sort of looking at this <sighs> screen all the time. I'm like, <sighs> bollocks. Um, it's good to live in the real world. What do you think about living in the real world? The real world. Well, there isn't a real world anymore, is there? <laughs> nothing unless you've got an online presence. So, yes. Yeah. I I'm I don't have a single online. I'm not I'm not part of the world, am I? I don't have any Instagram or anything. No Twitter. No TikTok. I'm like a. You don't need that to be part of the world, do you? Oh, you do these days, don't you? To be seen by people online isn't to exist. I remember a 16-year-old work experience kid yeah. uh, asking me if I had a TikTok, and I said no, and he was, he was horrified. Was like, TikTok's a load of bollocks. I deleted that. <laughs> few, well, I've not, not looked on that for a month or so. It's a bit... It's full of shite. You can go on it and beg these days on TikTok Live, can't you? You just go on and beg and pe people send you money. I think people do that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, what I feel about begging. I feel like begging is a bit, you know, a bit needy. But uh, I think you should get, you should ask for stuff if you've done work. Like, I don't think that's cheeky. You should, like, if you've done work, then you want to be paid, ask for that. But if you haven't done it, don't expect anything. And don't get all arsy if someone doesn't give you something. Because they don't have to. They don't have to. Homeless people, I just give them money. I don't, they don't have to ask me. But if they ask for more after I've already given them something, then I find that a bit annoying. I'm like, fucking hell, I've already given you that. Shut up, leave me alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know... I don't have to give you anything. Don't have, don't have much myself. Sometimes I'm like, fucking, I shouldn't have given that money to him. I need that for parking. Or, or to buy my lunch. Great, now I can't have any money. Buy my lunch. Idiot. Too, too many dishonest people. See, we can go around saying everyone's terrible, but I don't think they really are. Um, oh, I think most people are alright once you get to know them uh, but it's sort of like a lot of inauthenticity a lot of people acting a certain way because they want to come across a certain way but then they're not being themselves I don't like that I, I sometimes I'm a bit like, who am I? What is my identity? And I, I always just have to tell myself that I'm an artist and I like 
lots of different things and I just get obsessed with things for a bit and then I get bored of them and then I go on something else. So I'm like an amalgamation of lots of different characters. I'm not just one character, I'm like a few different ones. All of them are Jack. Yeah. One for every, like a... One for every little hobby. Like, 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 like an action man who comes with different, different attachments. Yeah, so I'll be running and I think, oh, I'm like this, uh, or weightlifting or whatever. I'll be like, yeah, I'm just like big, big, kind of like, you know, not even a word, just a sound. Like, uh, and then when I'm painting, I feel more fluid and like, uh, you know, part of the cosmos, same in yoga, like, grounded like part of the whole universe kind of thing i guess I kind of feel like that when i'm running as well when i've worked really hard when i've ran a long distance you get out of your head and you're like oh i'm you know i don't exist really i'm just part of this whole weird universe Like, what is consciousness? That's something I've been thinking of lately. That's pretty weird, isn't it? Like, we're these things, and we have this infinite ability to think of anything. And we can just create anything in our minds. And then I can paint it and bring it into the real world. And you can make things and bring them into the real world out of your mind. Well, your brain is the most complicated thing in the universe that we yeah. know of. Right. It's crazy. And you think of this mug, for example. Does this have a consciousness? I don't know. Probably not. I know lots of people who have the consciousness of a uh, ceramic mug. But... Like who? Oh, too bad. I don't know. Throwaway, uh, throwaway comment there, wasn't it? An obligatory throwaway little, little remark, wasn't it? Like the woman across the street. Oh, called accused me of being posh. That's why she doesn't like me. Oh, not good. Accused you of being posh, like posh is the worst thing to be. Yes. I thought she accused you of being a something or other. Oh, yeah, all sorts of. <laughs> All sorts of awful accusations. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Ooh, you can't say that. Don't bring that up on there. CND, protect and survive. You were telling me that that's a play on words. Because there was a booklet called Protect and survive. It says protest and survive. Have a look on your phone now at protect and survive. I'm sure you can download it. Can't. I'm recording this. Cruise missile. A dead certainty. The nuclear reactors. Refuse cruise. Northwest CND. See, I like these old badges. 
I like the colours. And I like how people used to wear loads of badges all over them. I like it. There's a lot of really boring outfits that people wear. And I think they just give up or get in a comfort zone. And they don't want to stand. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to stand out. Yeah. People don't want to stand out. I don't want to stand out all the time. But even even if you like dressing good, you stand out sometimes. And people are a bit put aback. They're like, oh, oh, he looks good. You know, they treat you different sometimes if, if you look good or look quote unquote cool, whatever that means. I like to just make an effort. It makes me feel more. Um, more comfortable in my own skin, you know. Because if you look good, you feel good. Sometimes, sometimes you look good, you feel shit. But I would say if you look shit, you probably feel shit. Definite. Yeah. But I don't want to hang around with people that look like shit. You know. What do you think looking like shit is? <laughs> ungroomed not, a, not even ungroomed um, just wearing stuff that doesn't fit you very well um, barely hanging out yeah a bit like me <laughs> nah because you, you don't like sometimes Nah, but some people really don't. Right, because you've got a kind of a style-ish. Nothing. It's, it's... Like, we used to, though. Like, I remember we, we, we were... We invented the chino, didn't we? No, we didn't invent the chino. No. But I remember we did, like, together we were starting to, like, wear... I've always experimented. And then we did sort of dress similar for a bit when we were at school. You used to copy me. We copied each other. Yeah. We went shopping together. Yeah. Um, you used to copy me. Used to copy me. Well, the thing I miss most is we both had these really nice, like, I think they were linen, linen Oxford shirts or Conan Oxford shirts, and they were super smart. I'd quite like some new Oxford shirts. I think they look really cool. Um, yeah, I need more button-ups. I think they look nice. Maybe some, maybe a hen, I quite like a Henley, a long sleeve off-white Henley collar top, like ribbed cotton. That would be nice. Like a loose one. Uh, sometimes I wish I didn't have the tattoos because there's some looks that I'm just like, ah, kind of like, but you know, it's part of me. It's just how you style stuff. It's almost like a, like a constant permanent accessory having tattoos. Any simple outfit is just, you know, made even more extra just by having tattoos, I think. You just always look a bit different. I don't even think about it when I'm getting them. I'm just like, yeah, I quite fancy having some whatever on my hands. And then I start again. Because your dog bit me, that's why. I got a hand tattoo because his, his dog bit me and to cover the scar. So that's why I got hand tattoos. 
I'm not going to sue you, but I think really you do owe me big time for that. Um, it's just not on, really. Yeah. That dog has uh, dealt me a bit of a hand as well. He shat in six locations the yeah. other night on the landing and then went into the bathroom and smeared his shit all over the floor. Just for the sake of it. Just shitting all over the place. Mm. I was in an Airbnb for like three nights in Shropshire. Quite a posh place. I was working in a private school training for this new job I've got, which is all over the country in different schools. The woman who owned the Airbnb was a, I wouldn't say posh, but she works in an agricultural school and with the uh, horses, with the horses. She's an equine, 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 equine trainer, something or other. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Somewhere. Where was I going? What were we talking about? Dogs. Dogs. Tattoos. 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 Um. God, I didn't even know what the fuck I brought that up for. Outfits. Outfits. Permanent accessories. Well, all the kids at this private school were all wearing corduroy trousers, and I thought, they look quite smart. Um, I didn't even feel like, sometimes I'd feel out of place in a, cer a certain place like that, but because I'm actually there, they're bringing us in to do something, they made us feel very welcome, and they were very good and attentive, and the kids weren't little monsters. Sometimes you get uh, kids who parents have a lot of money, they're spoiled and they, you know, you imagine them, that you're, let's poke the peasants, yeah. uh, you know, the povo, that's what they refer to you as, povos, I think that's what they call, call people who shop in particular shops, like Lidl which we've just been to, and I thought, these steaks are shit. I'm not buying one of them. I like a nice steak, so I went to the posh, the really posh butchers and spent double the amount on a steak the same weight, but it's going to taste a lot better, I can tell you that. I'll tell you that. It'd be funny if they got them from Aldi and then just unwrapped them, though. Probably do. Yeah, mm. bet they don't. Are you coming? The middle of Lidl was good, though, wasn't it? The middle aisle in Lidl is oh, always quite good. Incredible. You can... <laughs> it's, really, it's incredible. The centre of all mankind. If you could describe the universe with an aisle in a shop, it would be the middle aisle in Lidl. Yeah. It's got everything you need and don't need. It's got everything you didn't know you needed. You... you Chainsaws. You can become something every week, can't you? You can be a... You can do some glass engraving. You can have a go at having a dog. You can you can uh, wash your car. You can have a go at drilling. You can have a go at painting. Every week, there's a new a new thing you can try, isn't there? Yeah. A new vodka, chainsaw, nappies, 
you can get everything there. What you want to do is just buy like something that would make them feel a bit uneasy, like that shopping list of the chainsaw nappies and vodka. That will make them feel quite uneasy. Like, hmm. The thing buy is, the same thing every day. Yeah, just go in there and buy like a pack of bourbon biscuits. What would be the weirdest thing to buy every day? Mouthwash. Why would you yeah. need mouthwash every day? Drink it. Just go in. You could take a bottle, you could un uh, get all the liquid out of a mouthwash bottle and fill it up with an isotonic drink and take it to the gym with you. <laughs> It'd like, be like, yeah, it's better for you than Lucozay. Oh. Probably is. I bet people get looks. I bet people do that. I bet they fill up like ketchup bottles and use them as sports bottles. Hip flask. Hip flask? Yeah. At the gym? Yeah. At my gym, they drink beer. Uh, your That's one of, one like of the a, rules. Your gym's like something off a uh, TV dra uh, drama, isn't it? I like it there. It's great. It sounds like a hoop. My gym is the best gym in the world. I'm a member of. Tusk Gym in Blaby. One of the rules is every Friday you need a beer in your hand. That's what's on the blackboard. It's a good rule. I don't drink, so I don't I don't partake in that. But in the summer, like it'd be a nice place just to go and hang out. The gym. <laughs> if it, you know, if Steph's doing a barbecue, that's Yona. If Steph's doing a barbecue, I'd love to go to that barbecue. Um, I don't know if there's a group chat or anything. There's definitely there's social media. What I'd quite like to do is bring a zine, like a zine out, a little publication, The Men of Tusk, and just do like photographs of everyone in there. But I don't know whether that's a good idea or not. I'd, I'd like to do a photographic zine that told a story or documented people that aren't really documented. I don't know. I don't know. Like this like, idea that emerging exercise and art, that's what I'm trying to do. Well, I can see me with my dog there, can't I? <laughs> John and his dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm the girlfriend's laptop here because I don't want to buy my own. <laughs> he has a girlfriend. Incredibly. <laughs> I like, I managed that. <laughs> <laughs> I get messages and I last year I was trying to work on myself and I was trying to just like repel women so if I got any messages I'd just be like I'm sorry I'm not interested or well I wouldn't even say that sometimes I'd just be like I, I, uh, I've just had a shit or like just try and really put them on it doesn't work because they're just they like they like it it's uh, real <laughs> I don't think that's real. Just be with the thing is, if like you know, I like that t type of humour anyway. That's the type of humour I would use. Toilet humour, it's the best kind. Right. Oh, I don't fucking know.
really exciting podcast today. I never really talk about anything, but this is what a podcast is normally like, John. I just talk about just a random. man in a chair. Yeah, it's just a man in a chair. Normally, I'm doing some surprising. painting, and then I think of like maybe one or two things that gave value to people. You know. Do you have any interesting philosophy about life that, that would help people? Uh, just don't go on TikTok, don't go on Instagram. Don't become one of these idiots. I think I'm too far in. Oh, yeah, oh. It's not very good. Yeah. Live your, do what you want to do. Do what you want to do is the best yeah, advice. Yeah, that's all I can. Uh, but be careful. Don't do like that that thing in the moment when you're angry. But like the thing that you want to do is more thinking about like yeah, if you've got a hobby, you can turn into a job. Do it. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't waste your time doing something you don't want to do just because <laughs> other people think you should. Yeah. Fuck other people. Fuck other people telling you what to do. And how to live your life. It's just control. And often they won't even be happy, will they? Like, this is what you're supposed to do. This is how you're supposed to live. There's no one way of living. You could just move to Asia and just live in Asia if you wanted. Which is what my brother is thinking of doing. I think he's just trying to earn as much money as he needs to live in Thailand for six months and then go back over again. What's he going to do there? Drink beer. (laughs) Drink beer and... Lie on the beach. Sounds alright, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what he did for like a few weeks when he was there. So yeah. I went to the temple and then I spent a few weeks in bars. And then, oh, I'm on a beach now. Oh, I'm kicking a football. Oh, there's, a, there's a, some puppies. Nice. My pen gone, there we go. I've got this wonderful long nibbed pen. Look at that. Is it what make is it? Art line. Long nib marker. What for? Well you can stick it wherever you want, can't you? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want to go abroad. Um, I want to go. I really would like to like run, run across countries, or do a big run, maybe along the coast of the UK. I think it might be something to do in the summer. I just it would be good if I could stop at different hotels along the way or Airbnbs or something. I just have to organise it in advance and be like right I run this distance this day I run this distance this day um I think that'd be quite good I could easily cycle it I just need somewhere to put the bike running it makes more sense to me but then it's like how do I get my um bags and stuff and I'd I'd have to I'd have to like figure out I can clean my underwear and uh, and everything. So doing it in the summer would make more sense because what I could do is wear one pair of underwear and socks one day and t-shirt and whatever and then I could wash that and I could put the other stuff 
like so it'd have to be really lightweight shit um, but I think that would be quite fun it'll be really putting yourself through it I'd probably lose lots of weight but I think it would be you know I just want to be like I want to do stuff <laughs> okay do what you want right? yeah if you want to uh, run across the coast I was about to say well hasn't anyone else done that now well I don't think they have I don't think they have well, if you want to do it do it who cares because if someone does it, it it's like a means, big deal it means it's good yeah like not everyone's doing that people say they'll want to do it but then they don't do it I think all this travelling and then this week I've actually gone on runs in the different places and some of the runs like the one in Shropshire I, don't, I was just running up these B roads and I was like hmm this is dangerous and then eventually I was in the middle of nowhere and I saw the sun setting thinking better run back so I ran down this lane and then I was hit with some flooded and I was like right I'll just go over the grass so I'm not going through the flood and then I hit another flood and then I was like go over the grass I was like, shit, it's going to get pitch black soon. I saw a sign in Welsh. I was like, am I even in England anymore? I was near the border, so some things were in Welsh and some things were in English. And then I got to street lights just as it was getting dark, which was really lucky, and then got back to the Airbnb. But, you know, these are, these are the experiences that, that I want. Not lying around looking at my phone but working hard, being away from home, meeting new people, running in different locations, seeing the world. So, yeah, just going to try and earn as much money as possible and then in the summer, travel. Travel around on foot. Uh, hitchhike. I don't want to hitchhike. No, I've got all my dad's old hitchhiking signs from back in the day downstairs. Really? Yeah. What do they say? Like uh, M5, please. Or are they cardboard? Yeah, cardboard. Some of them plastic. Really? Yeah, we made to to hold up. <laughs> did he do that a lot? Yeah, that was his main mode of transport for a bit. Everyone did it. <laughs> That's how people got around. Ah, oh, that's sick. <laughs> you sometimes see you know the people that drive those cars with the trade plates on. Sometimes that you'll see them on near like motorway merging onto the motorway. Oh, yeah, bits. that's uh, yeah, I've, I've driven something somewhere and uh, uh, trying to get a lift back, yeah, so they can keep their travel expenses, pocket their expenses, yeah. But the thing is, you'd like that's what you want, you want a job that pays mileage and then so you can profit off the mileage. That's what I'm trying to that's the jobs I'm looking for at the minute. I'm looking for jobs that give you expenses, and I've found two of them, which is great. The best jobs are the ones you don't have to send a CV off for. I don't like CV, like, uh, just being able to email someone, turn up, turn up, and then they're like, yep, <laughs> all right, I really like this job, you can have it, no? thank you very much. Uh, working for people that are people, not working for a big conglomerate or corporation. Yeah. Even like me working in a steakhouse, oh, it's a chain, so you're not actually working for people, you're working for this big company, a corporate company, that makes it feel like it's a homely, family-run business, but really it's not. 
I work for a company with half a million employees. So, yeah. <laughs> and you can't even talk about that, really. Yeah. Um, so we won't. No. But I think that that's not very good, really. It's funny, because I, I could uh, go on my emails and email all of them at once. I, I always wanted to do that. Maybe at the end. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, that'd be fun. No, 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 no. I agree in the professionalism and integrity at all times. So. Yeah. You're sitting there with your beard yeah. right here, yeah. 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 In, my, in my little room when I was allowed in. Yeah. <laughs> professionalism. Doing a job properly is professionalism, I think. Uh, I don't know. I think I, I try and be myself and talk how I normally talk to everyone. I don't know if I change how I talk. Maybe a little bit. But I want to work with people that I can be myself around. Else I just won't feel comfortable. And I won't be able to get the job done. Because it'll just be like... Ugh. That's, yeah, if you can't be yourself around someone, that's what makes you depressed, probably. And lots of different things as well, not just that. Yeah. So what I'm talking about on the podcast is how not to feel like shit. Yeah. Do you've got any uh, ways to stop you feeling like shit? Uh. <sighs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Drink as much beer as you would like. No. Uh. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. No, advice. terrible advice. Uh, Is that your solution? Uh, how not to feel like that naughty word. It's a tough one because all my ideas you, you don't seem to like. So. Drinking lots of beer is not a good solution. Well, no, it's not. No, no. Not loads of beer, you know, just maybe one every couple of days sort of thing. Uh, nah, no. bollocks. Sobriety is where it's at. Yeah. Not to feel... Because if I had a few... A, couple of beers last night I wouldn't have been able to get up this morning and go for that run and feel good afterwards I'd feel like shit afterwards because I'd be even more dehydrated probably I wouldn't want to go outside I'd be like this is horrible I don't like it and then that just sort of has a knock on effect and then before you know it you just slop like, oh, I don't want to do anything well that's that that's what I do to make myself feel better is just lie down that's don't be afraid of doing nothing. Well, that's my advice. Don't be afraid of doing nothing. Don't be is... afraid of just that's, sitting that's still. That's great advice, but not if you only do that. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, I've been work. <laughs> I've been working. You know, a week, two weeks in a row, and when I do get a moment to stop and rest, that feels quite good. To not do anything, to be a bit slow. But it only feels good if you've done a lot and you're feeling a bit like, oh, oh, I'm a bit overwhelmed. You can just stop when you get a minute and then enjoy that. That's really nice. Have a cake. Yeah. You know. Eat eat some nice things. 
I quite like taking myself out by myself and having a nice brunch somewhere by myself. Uh, yeah, it's nice. Little cute little thing that's not even that filling. Have it anyway, it looks nice, tastes nice, it's good. Posh, posh little bits and bobs. Yeah. I would say the way I made myself feel better is by doing things that actually help me to not worry. So doing the work that needs to be done. Um, eating right, sleeping right, exercising, doing all of the good things. They're the main things. I always say all of this stuff. But, you know, I've been feeling quite low recently, and this week I've been feeling better. I think I'm in a transitional period between not having a job ever and having two. Apart from being an artist, of course, which doesn't really feel like a job, but it is. I guess it's just because you've got so much time to think. Whereas usually in a job, you probably don't. Mm. Although I guess everyone's thinking all the time. But it's easier to go on autopilot when you're in a job, isn't it? Mm. You just sort of do it. And, you, and you're talking to people and you're not really in your head. But when you're an artist, you're in your head all the time. Or if you... Say if you're like a HGV driver and you're just on the motorway for hundreds of miles. It'd be easy just to think... Uh, shouldn't have said that the other day oh, whoa. Mm. then that negative self-talk comes in and then before you know it you're like uh, uh, crying I think crying is important when was the last time you cried? oh never uh, <laughs> yeah. I am either oh, uh, yeah. when I ran out of beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah like Homer Simpson yeah, yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> I had a big like on my knees like theatrical no when I was doing my doing my thesis for my uh, art degree and I realised the deadline was like that day and I was like I have nothing I'm going to hand in nothing this is great half of my thesis I made it as video and half of it, maybe more than half of it, was literally just a documentary I hadn't made and hadn't even dubbed over. I just copied, screenshotted it and uh, put that into my video. It didn't make sense at all. And I got an E and that was great. And then the practical work bumped it up. So I got a two... I think I got a two one for the, for the whole degree. So anyone can do an art degree, I always say. But then other people are like, no, nah, they probably couldn't actually. Because you do actually have to write things, know what you're doing and know stuff about art. But if you put in a little bit of effort, it's pretty hard not to. You have to already be an artist. Then you have to be in your head if you are an artist already. A lot of people have imposter syndrome, but I didn't. I know a lot of people who should have imposter syndrome, but... Who? <laughs> I've just always been an artist. That's the only thing I ever wanted to be. Even when I was 18, 
before I was 18. When I was 18, I moved out and I got a flat and I was like, right, that's, this is what I am. And then I filled my old flat with paintings. It was great. I used to, but I used to drink a lot. I used to drink wine in the middle of the day at that flat. Sometimes out of the bottle. It's quite a life from that place. Like Eat a... nice cheese, drink wine and paint. And then going, I'd, I'd had a friend who I'd go over his flat and his flat smelled of turpentines and we'd drink red wine and smoke roll-ups and talk about way. paint. And I hadn't even, I hadn't even done a, uh, an art degree or anything. I, I quit college. I was like, I'm just going to paint. This is great. This is what I do. And then eventually I was like, I need to do a degree. And now I'm not doing the degree now. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. So I've got these two jobs. Um, three jobs. Four. Quite possibly four. They call that hustling, don't they? Isn't that these days on? If we were looking at streams of revenue, I'd have more than four streams of revenue. Maybe five. Because all the like second-hand things I sell. I think I'd love to make a living out of just buying and selling shit. I think that would be fun. Like second-hand stuff, fixing it up and then uh, reselling it. I do it with clothes sometimes. I find clothes in charity shops and resell them for exorbitant prices online. Well, I think are exorbitant prices, but they're just a, 10 times as much as I brought them for. So they're like a couple of quid because the people don't know how much they're worth. But I was like, oh, that's a Margella, whatever. I'll put that online for 50 quid. Instead of free, you know. I don't, I don't think anyone who doesn't have much money wants that stuff anyway, because it's to me it looks fucking weird. I don't know why. Uh, although that cardigan I sold was actually quite nice. She probably kept it. It doesn't matter. I've got lots of different styles, I reckon. Yeah. I like the idea of an, I, th I think having like a style or an aesthetic can help to uh, help you in your career as an artist, I think. Like Andy Warhol had his wig and his roll neck and his weird shit. Um, Picasso had his stripy top. You know, these are like uniforms. These are like outfits to create a persona that is then like a brand it's like a brand isn't it mm. it's like your logo you are your own logo you wouldn't trust a mechanic if he looked all squeaky clean no you want him to be wearing an overall or a, you know a polo embroidered with his garage name and he's just taking he's not even wearing gloves he's just wiping oil off his hands he's always got oil under his fingernails and stuff. that's a bloke that you trust with your car I wear gloves I always have a nice a nice, a nice pair of these. Uh. Yeah. I wear them when I'm oil. I wear them when I'm oil painting because <laughs> my skin would just uh, disintegrate from all the shit. For all the, you can't because you can't wash. It's hard to wash oil off. You have to mix fairy washing up liquid, washing up powder, or buy that special stuff that's basically that, or use those big, you know, those big wipes in the yellow. Yeah. Things they're really good. Head and shoulders e shampoo works wonders to clean oil off your hands. It's, and it's much easier just to wear gloves. Yeah, it's much get... better for you. Don't get it on your hands. That's another bit of advice is uh, about feeling good is just when you're working or whatever you're doing, just just look after yourself. Don't breathe in rubbish. Don't 
don't get your hands covered in rubbish all the time. Yeah, health and safety is annoying. Health but is the most important bit of it, I think. Health is, is important. See, if, because if, if you get ill, then you can't work. If you get ill, you feel like shit. You if don't you want get to ill do because it. of your job, you don't want to work. Don't want to work. So. Yeah, bollocks. Mm. Oh. Um, food tonight. You're having a steak and I'm having a veggie curry. So we He's know a weird vegetarian. Strange vegetarian, man. We know who the, I've uh, never been a vegetarian. Have you copied me? Uh, you tried to one-up me by becoming a vegan. I was a vegan for two years, believe it or not. I was vegetarian for like seven years. Two of them are vegan, probably. Yeah. I don't know. So vegan for two, vegetarian for five. And then I was like, man, this is a load of rubbish. Started eating meat again. I think it's actually healthier to eat meat. I do. You see, I, I just really hate animals, so why would I want to eat one? Right? I don't think you do, really. Yeah. I think you just like saying that. Yeah, I just, you know, it's a bad joke. Isn't it? I don't like the animal rights activists. I find them annoying. I think that... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, some, some of these... They just do silly stuff, don't they? Like lock themselves to mechanisms. They don't know what they do. So then they could potentially put themselves in a lot of danger to save nothing because all the animals are probably already dead. So, were they even... Were they liberating a sheep? Yeah. Oh, that rubbish. I bet they'll stop at McDonald's on the way and have a double cheeseburger. Yeah, don't you? Exactly. It's like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You've watched that. I've heard you watching it whilst I've been in the room getting on with important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Once. Really? Oh, um, on that, Dee and Charlie saw some anti-smoking people and then they, after they finished all their spiel, they uh, went to the back of their van and lit up cigarettes. And then they were not impressed. They were like, you fake. You're so fake. This is anti-American. Um, so there's always like fakesters. What are we on about? What are we having for dinner? What are we having for dinner? He's even got so political animals. adornments on his... On his uh, yeah, I've already talked about the buttons. Oh, oh, C N D. One of them just says, yeah. "God, I'm wrecked." But I just like I like the look of it. I thought it looked cool. So there you go. But yeah, like a lot of the time, protesters don't even believe in what they shout about. They're just doing it to look a certain way, to probably to impress a girl. If you've got any men that are doing these things, a lot of the time I think they're just doing it because they want pussy. I reckon. And I don't like that. And I never want to be like that. I have to check myself. Am I doing this because that girl I like likes that thing? No. No, I, th I think that killing children is wrong. So I do not support the state of Israel. Uh, yeah. Some people are indifferent about it. I think that's bollocks. I think that is, yeah, it's just bollocks. I don't get it. It's like they're scared of saying stuff because they might offend old racist people that don't understand that killing people is wrong. 
they've forgotten about the Second World War and do atrocities in that. Uh, yes. People don't care about brown people, that's the problem. The other. If you were brown, you'd care more, probably. Or not, maybe they're just all wankers. Rishi Sunak is brown and he doesn't seem to give a shit. It's all about money, it's all about money. People get greedy and they just care about money. Are you a member of the Conservatives for a bit? Or not, I think it's someone else, no. The Labour Party, that was... I've never been a member of the Conservative Party. Uh, but... I have been a member of the Labour Party and I have been a member of the Green Party. There was a period where I was anti the EU, but also Jeremy Corbyn and Tony Benn were anti-EU. I am against all kind of governments and I did actually vote to come out of the EU. I was like, this is a load of bollocks. Uh, I don't like any uh, governmental body. And I was a bit more of an anarchist then than I am now. But I suppose I'm liking the idea of anarchy. I think to have as many small... I think you need smaller governments think each area should have its own little thing like the states in America it wouldn't make sense just to have one big government over such a large bit of space every state in America is like a little country really isn't it um so I think that's how it should be everywhere well I just think you should just be able to do whatever you want I'm a bit of a libertarian but then libertarians sometimes believe in things that would infringe on the rights of other people and the freedoms of other people so I don't think it's tricky but I think you should be able to I just don't believe in borders I don't like borders the idea of passports I think every human being should just be able to fuck up go wherever they want go and live wherever you want we need rent control definitely Everyone should basically just have a house. That's annoying. Because there's a lot of uber wealthy people that own a lot of property all over this shop. At the moment, are they not getting around um, quotas for affordable housing by initially planning it as student accommodation? And I, then, I don't know. And then they... Uh, and then they're like, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be too expensive for the students. Now it's luxury flats. That's, that's apparently how they get around all these affordable housing quotas. Housing uh, investment companies. New student accommodation coming. Yeah. Well, student accommodation. But if they're making student accommodation, normally it's just like... A student accommodation is normally just like a really small room with a really shit small bathroom and then it's like quite a lot of money for that but all the bills are normally included yeah. which is pretty good I used to visit an ex-girlfriend at Bournemouth University and she had a small room and I was like wow this is like 500 and something a month that's crazy and now that would be quite good that would be quite good with all the bills included I'll be like yeah good I'd want See, what I want is to live in a rural destination with a big drive uh, and land so I could put a truck there and a car 
and maybe I'll have a yard, an air hanger or something to put shit in. <laughs> Not a lot I want. Not a oh, lot. Like a hoarder. Sounds like going Stuff. I want I want to be on like you know the American Pickers program. I want them to like go past my property and think we should knock on that guy's door. He looks like he's. Then I'd show them in an air hanger. Like, yep, this is my collection of uh, mid-century furniture that I've had flown in from all over Europe. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'm just trying to think. I don't play the lottery, but maybe I should. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm there in the queue in Aldi with all my beer, and I'm just like, you know what? If I win, I could pay two pounds and win the lottery and never have to work again. And you don't. Uh, not not even remotely winning. Not not. It's worth the two pounds just for that bit of hope. I think. Yeah, it's kind of nice. You're like, if I won, yeah. I'd get this, this, and this. I don't even think that. I just think I could. Just sit on a chair for the rest of my life. You can anyway. Yeah. Nah. It's called being on the... Uh... <laughs> or going to work. <laughs> no. Going to work is just that. Uh, you can't live on benefits these days. You, you are poverty ridden. You don't get enough. Um, you don't get enough. And if you're disabled, they have to keep proving you are, even though you never get better. You still have to prove it. It's just a load of rubbish. Uh, yeah. I like, I like the lottery at Aldi because it's quite discreet you just have to get the little thing off the stand and like the, oh it's all a lucky the cashier, dip yeah, the cashier just scans it in for you and hands you for a seat you know, it's quite discreet it's not like the scratch cards it's a bit shameful really you're there scratching away for money oh will I win I've got to some match, people are addicted to them some, some people are addicted to scratch cards like I remember I like, it quite humiliating scratching away what I didn't like, like when I was growing up, we used to go to a petrol station and the, f the petrol then was like 80p a litre. God, bloody hell. Uh, imagine, oh, that'd be great. Oh. But there was, <laughs> you'd see these uh, women with their children in prams, not buy any food and buy like 50 quid worth of scratch cards and just scratch them all off and not win anything. And you just think... How much money have you got left? <laughs> the chances to, like, are so small, you might as well... Like, well, with scratch money. cards, it's one in three will win something, yeah, but, it's, but it's not probably just the money... Like two quid. Yeah, the money back. Basically. It's bollocks. It's, that's, I think that's worse than winning nothing, to be honest. So. Gambling is uh, not a good thing. But with the lottery, the money does go to good causes. They could be going to me soon, hopefully. Yeah, I guess I'm investing in funding application in. Right, it's gambling. You are, you are investing in in good things, aren't you? So the arts, community projects. Museums. Also, a company I think, it's Camelot. They do make profit off of these as well. It's not all just for That's charity. Well. It's not all for property. It's business, isn't it? Ah, uh, it's business. I'm a businessman. We're going to join the Masons, won't we? Oh, we might join the Masons. Yeah. Oh, you can't really say you are. It's a bit, I'm sure we're not going to join the Masons. I'm sure we're already excluded for <laughs> saying we're going to join them, publicising it. Aren't we? What, what is the Masons? Well, what isn't it? That's for... What? 
It's just how you get up in the world. It's where you go and uh, I don't really, I don't really know to be honest. It just looks interesting. Get to wear weird things. And get to call yourself different things. And... Oh, I There's a website. Yeah, I don't know about Jack. Mm. Might be a good idea. I don't have any artists there are. I bet there's a few. Mm. I bet Russell Brand's in it. Mm. Isn't he a bit of a... Oh, he's terrifying, isn't he? He's, he's a bit of a way. He's demonic. Russell Brand. If you're watching this. <laughs> yeah. to know about you mate then yeah. again keep on going I guess try not to touch up any women I don't find it that hard not to touch up women but then when I'm around them and they let me I go a bit mad can't really be helped mm. <laughs> Yeah, something. I mean, when you get a woman with a nice big bum, and then you're like, yeah, it's nice. On that note, I'm off. This is getting a bit. Uh, this is getting a bit beyond my pay grade. <laughs> it's got an erection, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I use the box downstairs. I don't want it to come out on. Oh, it's just going to the box. Yeah, well, I'm only doing these podcasts because if I don't do them, then I'll probably stop doing them. So, yeah, I know they're not that interesting right now, but um, probably not going to get any better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, this is my best mate, John. He's um, not many photos together. Known him over a decade. He likes model trains. He's the man who just left. Very different, we are, but quite similar. We like hanging out. Um, yeah. I think it's quite important to have friends. <laughs> To have people you can just be around and not say much is brilliant. And just go, you can just hang out with them and not say much. That's like, they're the best kind of friends. You need to be like that with someone you want to be with. You need to be able to be like that with someone you want to be with. To have silence and then you're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. chill. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Let's wait for him to get back. And then we'll start talking again. I do want to keep talking about living somewhere rural. I want to live somewhere rural. Log cabin, shed, in the forest, with my pickup truck. Not got it yet, I'm going to get one. Trust me, I'm going to get one. This year I'm getting a pickup truck. 
I really want one. So this idea of me, pickup truck, you know. What do you think of pickup trucks, John? Uh, Don't say they've got connotations. Pickup truck. I uh, I think the Vauxhall Vectra is the only vehicle, except uh, only acceptable vehicle, to be honest. Uh, well, that's a load of rubbish. Oh, my legs. I want the Toyota Hilux. Well, you can't get them. They've all been no, you can. All been hoovered up by all these, all these people who were. Uh, you can get them. Yeah. Yeah, on eBay. Yeah. A few grand. See a few grand. I want an older one, but I wouldn't mind a more modern one. Um, I just want one. Uh, I think the older ones look cooler. They're probably easier to work on. Mm. They're all basic, I think. I like basic vehicles. Vehicles are basic. It's less to go wrong. Less to go wrong and easier to, to fix things. So even just putting a window screen wiper on, on a modern car is probably a whole procedure. But with an older car, it's just like <laughs> quick. Is that a coaster? What? That. Yeah. What's it say? Volvo truck and bus. Oh, where's that from? That is from the bloke who used to live in the house I used to live in, that fact. Because he was a mechanic. Uh, what one? The bungalow. Oh. Cool. Oh, and you nicked it. Well, just a bit of merchandise. He had all sorts of bits of merchandise. I've got a Yugo mug. What's that? Yugo. Yugo, the car brand. Never heard of it. No, I used to. It's a, I used to make cheap cars that were people used to laugh at. Cool. Yeah. You know what I really don't like those Citroen, those blue electric Citroen little pod oh, things. Oh, Citroen, Citroen and E. And it's like goes 20 something miles per hour. Yeah. I was stuck behind one in the countryside once. I was like, I've never oh, seen one in person yet. Yeah. It was in the, I was on the way back from Worksworth going into Derby along the A6, A6, mm. A6, one of my favourite roads, great road. I don't know why it stopped recording there, oh, I've stopped recording the video as well. I'll just stop this now, thanks for listening, you've been great, I've been Jack, see you next time.